you love God, yep. but you always feel condemned, like you're doing right. something wrong. I think that is like a worldwide problem. In the church that I've grown up in, it was just, you, you were a sinner all the time. But in your spirit, man, heaven has put an appointment for you in an area of unlimited breakthrough. Hallelujah! Welcome to Miracles Today, where all you need is faith in God. And I've got with me as my special guest, Matthew. Thank you for joining me on Miracles Today. So uh, great to have you here. Thanks. I want to go back to this, um, the whole repentance, mm. uh, get saved thing. You yep. said you were in a cyclical pattern of that. Yeah. Can you explain that to oh, me? Yeah. Well, um, in the church that I've grown up in, it was just, you, you were a sinner all the time. Like, Wait a minute. Now, how can you grow up in a church, right? Right. And then Jesus paid the price for our sins. Right. And then you're a sinner. Right. I thought the people that weren't in church were sinners. That's what I thought too. <laughs> <laughs> Explain that to me. Well, in the church that we come from, under this ministry, we've learned that um, we're not a sinner because, you know, what you just said, Jesus, you know, has saved us. That's why he died on the cross. And people don't connect the two. And so they think that if you do something wrong, that makes you a sinner. When, you know, Jesus has renewed our minds through the word. And when you get that revelation, you just, you don't, you're not succumb to that mentality that you're a sinner. And that every day you've got to repent because you've done something wrong. But when you know the word of God, your, your mind's renewed from that sinful nature. Well, you know, it's the, the weirdest thing is that when you are a sinner, mm. you know, like <laughs> I remember being a yeah. sinner. When you're a sinner, mm -hmm. you don't know you're a sinner. That's right. So then all of a sudden you're a Christian <laughs> you and you know to. you're a sinner. Right. I mean, in other words, do you remember when you received Jesus as your personal Savior? Or? Yeah. I was actually, uh, I was going to a private school that our church had started and uh, I was uh, I think it was 11 years old and we were having um, chapel and it was that I had gone to church my whole life but it was at that moment that I knew that God was real to me and um, and everything changed from there it was all it's all uphill from there and then you and then and then you're you're in church yeah right and you love God yeah but you always feel condemned, like you're doing right. something wrong. Mm -hmm. I think that is like a worldwide problem. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that would keep me away from church, yeah. right? That's right. Yeah, it, absolutely. And then at 16, some, something happened. Tell me about that. At 16, I became introduced to this ministry. You met Doc? I or? met Dr. Harfouche. Um, we had meetings in New ha uh, Doc held meetings in New Hampshire, in Bedford, New Hampshire. Yeah. And I believe it was the first time he held meetings uh, was in, when I was 16. And my mother found out, and we just started going. Uh, every time there was an opportunity, we would go to the meetings. And I would, uh, there were times I would skip school 
to go to meetings just because the anointing was unmatched. I mean, I, you've never experienced anything. Okay, now let's go back. Like that. Okay, you're in a mm -hmm. church where they believe you're a sinner, mm -hmm. and you have to go to the altar every weekend and get saved. Right. And then all of a sudden, you run into Dr. Harfouche, and you, now you're talking to me about the anointing. Mm -hmm. Now, what is the anointing, and how did that affect you? The anointing is the power of God, and it will change your life. Because what happens is, is Dr. Harfouche preaches the Word of God just straight up. There's no uh, extra man's interpretation there. It is just he preaches the Word of God to you, and it's real. Because when you preach the Word of God, it builds your faith. Because, and then at 16, right. you understood? Right. I mean, do you know how difficult most people, millions of I people know. think the Bible is to understand? Yeah. You're 16 years old and you what? You began to, talk to me about that. You yeah. began to understand. I began to understand because, um, well, my eyes were opened when I started hearing the word. I began to under. See, I always thought like King James Bible, oh, I can never understand that. That's too difficult. It's like Shakespeare. <laughs> right, exactly, yeah. exactly. And... Um, and, but when that power of God comes on you, when you're in that anointing, um, it's, it's rhema. It's God comes on you and speaks the life that is in his word. His words are life. And it just becomes real to you. You don't have to try anymore to understand it. Because when you try to understand it on your own, you can't. And so then you found out that your, that, that your Savior really saved you. Yeah. And that you're not a sinner, right? Right. But that we, we commit sin, but we right. ask forgiveness and we're immediately forgiven. That's right. That's right. That's awesome. Yeah. I know. It feels good. <laughs> <laughs>Welcome back to Miracles Today. I'm here with Matt. And Matt, when we left, we were um, talking about how you encountered Dr. Harfouche's teachings. Mm -hmm. Now I want to talk about, how old are you now? I'm 23. Okay, so you were 16 when you encountered, now you're 23. Yep. Talk to me about International Miracle Institute. Well, we, like I said, I went to those meetings and it was at of the, when I was a senior in high school. Um, I had to make a decision, and that was, do I go to Bible school or do I go to college? And you were going to be an architect. Yeah, I was going to be a, a landscape architect. And uh, that was, I loved doing it. I was already doing landscaping, and it was a hard decision because, you know, I felt like, uh, you know, I've got all these people at school that are looking at me to, you know, make something of myself, and I thought, I don't know. For some reason, that makes you feel like going to Bible school isn't making something of yourself. I don't know why, because wow. it's changed my life. Wow. So, but that's the feeling I got. That's the so feeling So you made I got. the decision. You said, I'm going to Bible school. Mm -hmm. I decided I'm going to go to Bible school. And then what happened? And uh, I came down here, and I got into IMI, and the Word just took over my life. And I've never been the same. Um, and so now what are you doing? You're 23 so, years old. You, if you went to school, you probably would still be in school. Right. I but you went to IMI. Went to IMI. And then now what are you doing? God just uh, kind of brought a career into my path. And now I'm uh, in real estate. 
You're 23 uh, years tw old yeah. and you're in real estate. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. And yeah. how are you doing in real estate? Oh, it's great. It is like the best job I've ever had. And it's it's not even a job. It's more, it's it's fun. You love it? Yeah, I love it. And uh, it, it it makes great money. And it's 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 like sowing and reaping. You know, I sowed for the five years I was in IMI mm -hmm. to get there. Yes. Because... I could have been doing landscape architect, work to get my career going, but I went to IMI, sowed my time, my tithe, and now God's brought this awesome, incredible career into my life. Which is unlimited, unlimited. and there's no barriers. Yeah. I mean, there's not a cap on what God can do in your life financially. Yeah. Can you speak to the millions of people that are watching right now, Matthew, and just yeah. share out of your heart right yeah. now? Okay. Well, on my way today, I was saying, God, what do you, you know, what do you want me to tell these people? And he was saying, you know, IMI is about vision and purpose and your destiny. And when you come here, God is going to um, just take over where you've been. Uh, doesn't matter where you've been, what you've done. God's going to take over and and change your life. You're going to become a new person and he's going to bring you from those things that you don't know, you know, what you've, you know, you, you just don't know where your life's at and he's going to bring that all into line. And so I am, I will change your life forever. You're going to, you're going to know what to do with your life. God's going to, you know, you're going to hear from God and he's going to give you purpose. And so many people don't have purpose today. So basically you're saying it kind of International Miller Institute, no matter what you're going to do with yeah. your life, it's not just if you're a preacher. That's right. And, and it's, you know, no matter what, you're in real estate now. But what it did was it brought everything into this divine path. That's right. And, and the Bible said that the path is lit up by That's the Word right. of God. And right now you're on, you're on that path. That's right. And so you're not working to make a living. That's right. You're enjoying your work that's right and it's part of you and it's just great yeah yeah awesome what god is doing yes that's just god fabulous awesome. well thank you darling for joining thank us on you. miracles today it's a great <laughs> is that what about the confirmation the jumps up from the inside that says that's the way i've never heard that before my god and that's what God has brought you to. He's brought you to what you did not know that you know because you don't know it consciously. But in your spirit, man, heaven has put an appointment for you in an area of unlimited breakthrough. Hallelujah. My God. Before, but that's confirmation. How do you know it's confirmation? His spirit bears witness with my spirit. Ma, 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 ma. So he can't take you there by force, but he'll declare it. And at first it'll sound crazy or overboard. 
And, and you won't have a problem during communion. You won't have a problem during communion as somebody says, Oh yes, they took the blood of the lamb and put it on the doorpost and ate the lamb. And there was not one sick one among them. Everybody said, Yes, amen, hallelujah. <laughs> and you won't have a problem when they say... From the youngest to the eldest, there was not any weakness among them. And, and they came out with silver and with gold and the abundance of Egypt. You won't have a problem during that time. Thank you. Amen. But when somebody called of God comes to tell you that that wasn't it. That was a type and a shadow of it. You won't have a problem believing that the destroyer can't step into the house. He has to pass over the house because you ain't the target. I don't care what's blowing. It ain't blowing you down. I don't care what's burning. It ain't burning you down. I don't care what's coming. It's not knocking you down. I feel the anointing. I feel like I run through a troop and leap over a wall. In remembrance, as oft as you do this, do this in remembrance of me. This is my body broken for you. Well, why was it broken? By his stripes ye were healed. Well, how many of ye were healed by his stripes? Then why is it a problem to believe all will be healthy? Why is somebody overboard preaching on the stripes of Christ? Well, Dr. Arfush, let's not get fanatical. Fanatical over what? You wimpy. Fanatical over what? Over the fact that Jesus spared no cost in order to complete full redemption? Don't get me going on that. I'm going to do this. Everything is... Fuzzy and everything. But we walk by faith, not by sight. <laughs> you know, Christian, earlier in the program when I was interviewing that, that beautiful young man, uh, Matthew. Yes. Um, he, was, he was talking to me about, and I think the thing that really stuck out in that that portion of the program was where he talked about the cycle that he lived in of uh, repenting and then going to the altar for salvation, repenting yes, salvation, yes. until he, he met you when he was 16 years old and got into International Miracle Institute. That changed his life. So what is that, that cycle of repenting and salvation and repenting and salvation? Well, you know, an understanding of our identity in Christ Yes. Is an unshakable foundation. Yes. The Word of God talks about repentance and then moves on to faith towards God. Right. It also mentions the sacrifice Jesus gave and it says that His blood was shed for our offenses. This is to wash away our sins. 
This is where we repent. It said he was raised again for our justification or so that we can be made righteous before God. Yes. And it says being justified or made righteous by faith, we have peace with God. And what happened to the church over the past several hundred years uh, since the Reformation, uh, the church got a revelation or an understanding that you can be saved or born again or have an experience of assurance about eternity. But there was very little bit taught and sometimes no, nothing taught about your identity in Christ Jesus. What happens to you when you become a new creature? Yes. What's the next step after repentance? Right. Well, obviously, it's faith towards God and an understanding of a righteousness that is not of works, but it's a gift given to you by God through identification with your union with Christ. And when Matthew uh, discovered that unless he identified with the righteousness that is the gift of God, he's going to continue to feel like he's a worm, he's a sinner, and he needs to refrequent or frequent that altar again, which is this trap of cyclical, uh, powerless Christianity. It keeps you from stepping over uh, to success in life. Well, can you explain to our viewer, you know, what does justification mean? Just explain that one word to our viewer, please. Well, the word justification is to be, uh, to be justified or declared righteous by God. It, it literally in simplified form means it's just as if you never sinned. Of course, everyone has sinned. But when we become children of God, we're no longer sinners. You see, it's like if I spent the night in the garage, that doesn't make me a car. <laughs> it's if I ran down yeah. in a runway, it doesn't make me an aircraft. That's right. And, and, and so if I was locked out of my house for a night, uh, for whatever reason, it, uh, it would not make me homeless. And by the same token, the Bible said, if a, a child of God sinned, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. And so the Bible teaches that we're no longer sinners. We're not sinners saved by grace. We were sinners. But when we were born again and we repented, which means to have a change of mind and a complete turnaround and a different direction. When that happened, there was an abundant pardon from God. And now faith towards God gives us the ability to accept his gift of justification by faith, not justification by works. It's not what we do that made us righteous. Therefore, it is not what we do that makes us sinners. If it is justification by faith, then it is just as if we never sinned and it is being declared righteous by God through faith in the finished work of Jesus. This is a discovery of the new identity we received in Christ according to what the Apostle Paul said to the Corinthians. He who is in Christ is a new creation or creature. 
old things are passed away and all things, not some things, all things are become new and all things are of God. And so, yes, your mind may still be uh, struggling with old thoughts. Uh, you may still be feeling the old tugging of the world, but that is not because you're a sinner. That is because you're a saint in the middle of a battle or a warfare that you can overcome by knowing who you are. The righteousness of God in Christ Jesus through his free gift. Now, now that's where the International Miracle Institute comes in. Because the, the teaching on identification is what really set this young man free. Could you tell us a little bit more about that? Um, how... I mean, I would say, you know, the, the largest percentage even of, of the world that are Christians yes. really still call themselves sinners. Now, of course, we never, ever stop making mistakes, but God instantly forgives us for those mistakes. Absolutely. Could you talk to that person, that viewer that's watching right now that is caught up in that cycle of I'm, I'm a sinner. I'm always wrong. I'm always wrong. I've always got to run to the altar every Sunday. Could you talk to them right now? Absolutely. Uh, here's how. I can explain it to you. When we came to Jesus, we said, Lord Jesus, I'm a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. There was no way for us to remember every sin we committed to confess to him. We had to simply say, forgive me of my sins. Come into my heart. Wash me and make me new. So then we were born of God. We were taught to go tell people Jesus is our Savior. But the Bible says, now if any man sin, and it says, confess your sin. Because as a child of God, you no longer have an innumerable life of sin. You're able to recognize when you miss it, confess you it, You know, that's the truth, change. because before I, before I met Jesus Christ, I mean, I didn't know that, 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 there, that, that I was a sinner. No. I mean, the only time I, I realized that I needed a Savior was when I heard the word preached that Jesus Christ is our Savior. Absolutely. And then at that point, when I received the Lord, He washed me and cleansed me of all my sin. But then, but then after that, every time I, I made a mistake, uh, I knew I had made a mistake. But before that, I didn't know I'd made a mistake. Yes. And so I just, I mean, because of the teaching of International Miracle Institute, I just like in an instant, I just said, Lord, forgive me. And then I went on and I was happy about my life. I didn't feel condemned or, yes. you know. And, and see the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. And God wants to answer all of his children's prayers. Yes. So when they think they're sinners, they can't pray in faith. Yes. Because they have to believe in his free gift of righteousness in order for their prayers to avail much. Yes, so if you're out there watching right now and, and you may be caught up in that cycle of, you know, I'm a sinner saved by grace, you need to become one of the 400,000 uh, miracle workers for the final harvest because just like that beautiful young man at the beginning of the program, you are not a sinner saved by grace. You are a saint. If you've received Jesus Christ as your personal savior, you need to go to the phone right now and make that yes. commitment because the Bible said that my people perish for lack of knowledge. Yes. And so you're not, you're not suffering because, uh, because there's something wrong with you. You're suffering because you don't have the knowledge to be free.
So go pick up that phone and join us and become one of the 400,000. And then be with us again tomorrow for more happy endings and new beginnings.